So what's up? Uh, not much. I'm working on a tarot card deck, so that's taking up most of my art time. So. Oh, nice. That's that's cool though. I mean, yeah. That's what's. Is there like a theme, or are you just doing like? It's like. Object is it tarot he- themed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> object heads and people with animal for heads. So different things for heads, basically. Okay, I like it. I like it. Is there gonna be someone who's got a gun? Oh, for there head- hasn't been yet, but now there might be. <laughs> okay, excellent. Uh, so show me, the, send me these when you get it. Send me these once you get them in a place where you're sharing, because I want to see these shits. Yeah, yeah, they're they're up on my Twitter right now. So okay, yeah, I've, just, I've been logged out for a few days. Blissfully. Okay. <laughs> uh, I deleted Twitter off my phone uh, uh, on Wednesday night, and we're recording this. What this is Sunday. I'm completely unstuck in time. Like I, I'm unemployed. The 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 social. Di- I'm practicing social distancing, which just means I'm kind of vibing in my room like I always do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the, the social distancing is, like, uh, it, it's making me feel very much like a broken clock right now, because I am extremely right, and this is the one time of day I get to be. No, I, I, I get that. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, so I have no semblance, I have no idea of time, but back to what I was originally saying, was that I deleted Twitter off my phone on Wednesday, because all, because my brain is, my brain is on fire enough as is, and Twitter is, like, the gasoline of the internet, <laughs> uh, and I really did not need to continually be splashing myself with that every time I looked at my phone. Right. So, I did delete it. I'm missing a lot of my friends, because... Yeah, no, I am unfortunately on Twitter way too much. Yeah, it's, it's... I, I might try and just, like, start using browser again, but, like, only browser, but... Yeah. But, like, so so time has just, like, been completely... I've been able to keep track of time. I am keeping my head above water just barely as far as <laughs> news goes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm kind, of, I'm kind of just vibing and smoking a lot of weed. That's fair. That's valid. You know what? And, and you know what? Some, someone's gotta. <laughs> if I don't, then who will? Right? <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, episode time. It's your number one They Might Be Giants fan cast. Uh, I'm Sarah, and I'm joined this week by my friend of the podcast, Ion. Hi. Ion, have you been on before? Uh, no, this is my first time. Weird, I feel like you've been on before. I I have a real I have a really specifically implanted memory of you being on for like another stop motion movie. Like I I have like an implanted memory of you coming on for like James and the Giant Peach or uh, uh, Paranorman. I, 
I do love stop motion, but no, this is my yeah, first time on. Me too. I, I, it, it's like my favorite thing in the world. I, I, and I'm not just like saying that to like gas you up because you're the guest this week. I fucking love stop motion <laughs> so much. I did, I, I did so much stop motion. Like whenever I had the opportunity to do a pro, a video project in class, I was like, oh, okay, I got this. Stop motion time. Let's that do this. Everyone. Awesome. <laughs> Um, I, I've fallen out of actually being able to do it, but um, maybe you, you might be another person who's actually seen my one of my favorite movies in the world. Have you ever seen Mary and Max? Yes. Oh, yes. I love, I, I love that movie so much. It's uh, really good. I was thinking about that movie while watching this movie, just because um, I, I, I was thinking about the, uh, the making of that I watched, and they talk about how they um, they intended to make that movie without any like digital alteration, but they had to because the the... The, the, the Max model specifically was too, like, top-heavy and it would fall over all the time. Oh, no. So they had to, like, put a rod in him and, like, digitally <laughs> edit it out. Aw. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, God. that's like, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I gotta fix that. It's a really fucking good movie. It's so good. Um, but we're not talking about Mary and Max today. I, I, I'm, I'll find an excuse to talk about it on this podcast somehow, even though it's not... <laughs> I mean, it's... A mind gets killed with an air conditioner. That's pretty scary. Yeah, it's got some scary bits, I guess. Yeah, it's got some moments. Yeah. Um. Okay, I was gonna bring. I was gonna go to the other upcoming horror movies, but there's nothing on there because movies are kind of movies are kind of on hold, I guess. Yeah, nothing's coming out right now. Yeah, nothing's well, nothing, and nothing's really happening as far as like production happens. Like I went there, and there was like front pages like, "Oh, Scream Five, there's directors happening and principal photography to begin in May," and I'm just like. Anything that's planning on happening within the next three months that involves, like, a gathering of people, I'm very suspicious of actually happening. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I would love for there to be principal photography of Scream, starting by, Scream 5 starting by May, but... No, yeah, it's, it's just not gonna happen right now. No. Ugh. But we're not going to talk about that. I mentioned the social distancing already, and I mentioned the the t I mentioned Twitter being a gasoline fire. So we're not going to mention the the Kabopa virus whatsoever. <laughs> right. Because instead, we we've got the Carol Carolan virus. We watched Coraline this week. Yes. And it was the first movie that I'd seen, or the first art, first movie I've ever seen. Yeah, so movie, so I've just been doing the last hundred or so, ep, hundred and fifty episodes. I've been just going off Wikipedia summaries, but this week I finally decided to sit down and actually watch the movie. And wow. you know what? Movies are pretty good. Yeah. No, um, this is a movie that uh, I, I feel like I should have seen a long time ago. I, I didn't see it when it originally came out because I was like scared of it. Like in two thousand nine, I was a big scaredy cat baby. Yeah. Um, and then in later years, as I have become more accustomed to horror movies, I never really went back for it. And I don't know why. Like I've seen, I've seen Paranorman. I like Paranorman a lot. Um, that's due for a rewatch sometime soon. If you ever want, if you want to come back for that, I'd love that. Yeah, I saw this. I saw this in uh, theaters in 3D. Oh um, yeah. Okay, so this was in 3D, of course. Yes, of course. you can tell from some of the effects. Yeah, <laughs> all the, every time the hands are on the screen, those are some three D ass effects. But yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't like as it, it felt like it actually like fit the compositing of the scene as opposed to every other three D movie where that would just be like, <laughs> hey, here's some fish flying at the screen. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it, it works with the three D. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I, uh, I'm thinking about Paranorman now. That's a 
That's a good movie. I, I have soured on the joke at the end of that movie so much. Ever Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, haha, got him. Oh, yeah. and now I'm just like... <laughs> yeah. Like, I get, the, I get the sentiment, but, like, at the same time, Laika has, like, kind of fumbled something like that in every picture they put out that wasn't Coraline. <laughs> Right. Cause, yeah. Because, because, like, there was, there was, like, the the cross dressing or the what was it in the box trolls? I, I really don't remember. Yeah, anything there about was that a movie. guy cross dressing in that the the villain. Right, and uh, in in the missing link, which I had actually kind of wanted to see until I realized like this entire big joke about it, where the 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 titular missing link, like the Sasquatch ass character, is like, okay, my name is Sue, and it's just a huge fucking joke. Oh, I didn't know that about that one. Yeah, they. Bad. Like it, it. The thing is, I, I am, I am much. I am a very forgiving person when it comes to these kinds of things. I am much. I am very. These all seem like instances of, of just like not thinking rather than malice. But they've just right. stacked them up like one after another after another. Like you'd think they would at some point hire someone for like, uh, uh what's what's the word I'm looking for? Someone, someone uh, like to to read over an article. Or an editor. Well, obviously an editor, but like, like a um. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I oh, it's it's bothering it. the hell it's bothering the hell out of me. It's oh my, y- y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm sure I, you're screaming. I do, at, yes. I'm sure you're screaming at your iPod. But uh, that's <laughs> enough about that's enough about the other movies by this studio. Let's talk about the one with zero. Let's talk about the one with zero uh, homophobic or transphobic jokes in it. Yeah, it's Coraline, baby. Right. Released in 2009, directed by um, uh, what's this guy's name? Henry Selick. Henry Selick, yes, thank you. Also Love director. Henry also director of James and the Giant Peach and Nightmare Before Christmas? Christmas? Yes. Yes. Thank you, Wikipedia, for getting my back on that one. <laughs> okay, so we, we start this movie and we meet our titular Coraline, who is dowsing, um, which I kind of expected to come back later in the movie. Like, I mean, I guess it kind of does, but also not super extremely. Yeah, that's just kind of left there. Yeah, I, I kind of expected that to come back at the end, especially because they do have like her basically doing dowsing, but with like a, a planchette instead of a instead of a dowsing rod. Right. Um, but that's for later. Uh, so she's just like she's she she and her parents have just moved into this new house, and she is dowsing around it. She's just grabbed an old stick that's split into two, is holding it by the two ends, and is looking for the well. Um, I, I feel like I have only ever heard dowsing used in refer, to refer to, like, gold searching or something, but I guess you... No, they, I, I, yeah, they use it to search for water, it's supposed oh, to Oh, yes, okay. What, is, is there, like, how much of that is, is there, like, any actual science to dow, to dowsing with a stick, or is no, it, like, it's, it's, it's superstition? No, it's pseudo-science. Gotcha, okay, <laughs> I was just curious, but, um... <laughs> We we meet a car- we meet uh, we meet some cu- some kid who's got an air horn on his bike, which has a completely different meaning in twenty twenty. That <laughs> air horn sound effect has a very different meaning in twenty twenty than it did in two thousand nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I kind of expected them to just like pull out, put just like go, just like three sixty no scope some fools in the <laughs> in the garden. He he looks like it. He's got the skull mask on. Yeah, he's got the everything. skull mask with this fucking Sam Fisher eyepiece that's like <laughs> rotating. And he's got like adjustable nodes yes. for it. The he gets the he gets the fog scope after he gets his kill streak. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we meet uh YB, short for Wyborn, and um he is like he's just kind of being a, a dirty and quasi-antagonistic to Carol to Coraline. I keep fucking it up. I keep calling her Caroline on accident. We're so 
so so does everyone in the movie. Yeah, true. I I, I'm, I learned from the worst. <laughs> but so he helps her find the well and is like, hey, this well is really fucking deep. If you fall in here and you look up, you see the stars. And Car- Carol- Coraline's like, damn, that's fucked up. Uh, anyways, you're, I think your grandma's calling you Wyborn. Uh, what, what does she keep calling them? Why were you Why born? Why were you, yeah. <laughs> they just... He tells her that her rod's made of poison oak, too. Yeah. <laughs> Owned? <laughs> I gotta say, Why Were You Born is, like, that. that is, uh, that is like, a perfect, like, 12-year-old. Not even 12-year-old. Like, I, I think Coraline's a little, little younger than that, maybe. Like, a yeah. 10-year-old insult. Yeah, it's like, definitely a, a kid like you, thing. You think, you're, you think you're being so witty, and also it's, like, kind of, like, if you <laughs> if you analyze it whatsoever, it's kind of, like, a really mean thing to say to someone, but you're more obsessed with, like, the wordplay of it. Right. <laughs> but it's, it's fine. She doesn't, she, he doesn't mind. He's, he's just chilling. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then we also meet a cat. We meet a kitty cat. Yes. He's got uh, he's got a little cat. Yeah, his the cat who's his friend. Yes, I love um, that cat. But so she goes home and we meet her parents who are voiced by uh it was it's not Tony Collette it's um oh um Terry Hatcher Terry Hatcher's the mother. Okay, I I was close Terry Hatcher and then the father voiced by John, John fucking Hod- Hodgman. Yeah, <laughs> that's co- a good cast. That the. John Hodgman caught me off guard, but not. But uh, then, it, well, we'll get to it when we get to it because my favorite scene in the movie involves another another John catching me off guard. Okay. But um, so we meet her parents, who are just kind of uh, they're both garden magazine writers, I think. Yeah. Um, and they're both just being kind of like cold to her because they have a deadline coming up, and her the mom is like, "Hey, go fuck off, and you can't go play outside. It's gonna get muddy." And dad's like, what did mom say? Mom said no. Okay, so you can't go play outside. Go explore this house. Find, count how many blue things there are. <laughs> and uh, she's, she's one of my, uh, she spies a fucking little, little Lord Fauntleroy ass painting of a little boy in a blue shirt, yes. in, a, in a blue, like, sailor uniform. And he's been just, a... ice creams all over the ground. He's so sad. Yeah, he's been a delightful little boy for mother. And... <laughs> But yet his ice cream was spilled everywhere by a callous man who brushed past him oh so quickly. <laughs> and she also finds a door. And she's like, hey, mom, mom, open this door. Open this door. Mom, 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 open this door. And mom's like, fucking fine, God. So she cuts, like, th- this whole, the hole out of this, like, little, this little door. And it's like, and, and it looks like the fucking... It doesn't look like this, but in my head I just kind of pictured the mouse from Cat Dog walking out of it. <laughs> Yeah, I can see it. Um, but so she cuts it open, and then they open it up, and it's just fucking brick back there, because it's all blocked off. Yeah. Womp womp. Um, and then, uh, uh, Coraline's mother is later like, hey, your, your, your best friend forever dropped off a doll. It's for you, and it's a doll that looks exactly like her, and it's... I... Would be really freaked out by this. Yeah, that's, she takes this. She takes she, this pretty she, okay. She just sort of goes with it. Whereas, yeah, she's like, she's like weird, but okay. <laughs> it looks exactly. It's got her clothes on and everything. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so fucking creepy. <laughs> oh my god, I, I, yeah. <laughs> 
But, uh, so she's like, oh, I love it. Thank you. I'm gonna go to bed now. Yeah. Uh, but then the, um, the, 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 oh, uh, when, when she finds the, uh, the, the, the secret doorway hidden behind the wallpaper, there's, like, a fucking Legend of Zelda-ass music sting that plays. Oh, I didn't which, notice. Which really made me giggle. It, it's, it, it's probably, I, I don't know, it, it probably was intentional? Impossible to yeah. say. Yeah. But so she goes through. She she has a dream where she goes through the the portal, which looks like it. Um, I I've seen how it's made, and I can't remember. I, I've seen how this one's made, and I cannot remember off the dome. But it does look like uh uh like a, a an air duct kind of. Yes. Like like um, like not like a like I, I'm trying to think of exactly like um it's like like a, a chute, I guess. Like a, it looks a, like one of those tunnels that you get for your cats, actually. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. That's exactly what it looks like. I couldn't place it, but that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> and she goes through the tunnel, and she meets her other mother, who is making her a love, who is making her a lovely scrum dumbalumbus dinner. <laughs> yes. Um. And but she has buttons for eyes, and she's like, and, and the other mother is like, oh, don't worry about it. We all have buttons for eyes here. Go get your father. He's probably hungry. He's probably hunky as a pumpkin. He is. Um, just a thought. But uh, what if what if instead of the pumpkin that the husband eventually turns into, uh, he turned into like pumpkin? The emoji. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkinification. Pumpkin. Um. But so he, she meets her dad, and fucking John Linnell from the Moby Giants jumps out and does a thirty-second song, and I was like completely <laughs> flummoxed by this. Yes, <laughs> it's it's the Caroline song, and it fucking bangs, and I wish there was a full like cut of it uh, <laughs> on a studio album. It's good. <sighs> it, it's got, it's it's really really good. Uh, yeah, he's got his little piano that plays itself. Yeah, he's got a player piano. <laughs> Which makes you think, <laughs> I guess. Does. So they they have their their fun dinner with the literal actual gravy train and everything, and the, Cor- Coraline's like, "Wow, I love this place. Uh, this place this place fucking rules." And Mom is like, "Hey, let's go play hide and seek outside in the rain and mud." And Coraline's like, "No, I'm gonna go to bed." I'm feeling kind of speepy. So uh, she goes. To, she goes to her room, but um, they they there's like a, a small cast of characters who we meet in her room, such as like the the octopus, uh, the octopus guy, yeah, and the, the, the skeleton little... turtle. Yes, and she's got like a giraffe tank. Yeah, she does have a she does have a giraffe tank. Yes. I mean, listen. Sometimes, they, sometimes they just put they just put two things together for kids' toys. It works for <laughs> it works for adults' t-shirts. You know, you know how many True. t-shirts out there are just two things. Uh, that's that's fair. <laughs> you know how the current you know how the big meme right now is currently just two things. It's a character <laughs> saying pickle Rick. Literally, the meme right now is just some is just is just like some character saying it's pickle Rick. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. B-Boys, I kid you not, Coraline. <laughs> Turns himself into a pickle. Funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I was not a good that was not a good Mr. B, but that's fine. Um the so she goes to sleep and she wakes up back in her own regular world and they do a really fun trick for the teapot steam, which I just love to see. Cause they just have like uh they, they have like a it's not even like a, a second long shot of a teapot yeah. steaming. Um, but they just have, like, little, like, extremely frayed balls of cotton coming no, out yeah, of the tip I, of it. I, I saw that. That was really good. Yeah. I, I love stop motion so much. 
Um, but so she goes outside and is like, "Oh fuck, there's so much mail here, and it smells like shit." Uh, looks like this guy goes to he goes to this Bobinski guy upstairs, and he's like uh, a circus man, a gymnast, a trainer of mice, and a yes. weird guy who loves to eat cheeses. Yes, and he's like Russian. Yeah, he's extremely Russian. He's voiced by Ian McShane. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. That's why he sounded familiar. Yeah, that one was really bugging me as well. Um, um, okay, so I just Googled Coraline Actress because I was trying to figure... I, I Googled that when I was trying to figure remember uh, uh, Terry, Terry Hatcher's name. Um, and an IMDb page titled uh, Coraline 2 popped up, and I was like, ooh, let me take a look at this. Oh. And it's just a list of actors and actresses by uh, Anthan Sock95189, who says Coraline 2 is still in production after when Leica make their other stop-motion films. So sit down and enjoy my list. Oh. <laughs> so mm. thank thank you very thank you very much, uh, IMDb user Anthan Soch nine one eight five nine nine five one eight nine. Sorry. So they just uh, he, he <laughs> my notes say that Mister B is a Russian gymnast who loves to eat cheese and fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you I kind mean, of don't look like the type to love to eat cheese and fuck, right? Yeah, you're not wrong. Like you know that one old joy sex toy comic where the one, where the guy is like, okay, hurry up, hon. The lasagna is about to make my butt real clunky. Oh no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a bad thought. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> um. So we meet him, and then uh, does Coraline go to the 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 night the other world before she meets the the two old ladies? Or is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, because her mom, her mom tells her to go out and see them, and that's when she finds his mail. And yes, 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 yes. Instead, they have a they have a brief conversation, and uh, uh, Mister B is like, "Hey, the the mice. They tell me that you are you are there is little door. Watch out for it." And she's like, "Okay, thanks. That they won't even open, but thanks." Yes. Um, I, one of my, it's, it's not necessarily played for laughs here, but it, it, I do still like to see it. One of my favorite things is like, in, one of my favorite jokes is like a, uh, a, an extremely accurate prediction being off by a small detail and it being completely discounted as a result. <laughs> Yeah. Like, um, I, I hate to, I hate to reference Dilbert, but there's an old Dilbert comic strip that I remember reading as a kid that in which I'm not going to, you know what? I'm not going to explain the plot of a single Dilbert comic strip for the sake of comedy. I'm sorry. But they do that joke, and it made me laugh. But so we go into the... I'm sorry. I, I, um... We, we go we go meet these two old ladies, Mrs., um... Uh, what are their Spinks names? Spinks and Forcible. Mrs. Fink, Mrs. Pinks and Miss Forcible. Spink. Miss Spink, Spink yeah. and Forcible. Uh, they're two retired burlesque actresses. They're very old, and one of the old ladies, Bongo Myong Bongkaloos, are huge. Yes. <laughs> My, I, I have spelled, I have put that word, I put the word, I, I have not spelled the word breast correctly in one of my, <laughs> in one of my six notes using the word. <laughs> But so they meet up and then they, they they read her tea leaves, right? And they're yes. like, oh, there's an evil hand coming. And then the lady with the big honka bongo bows turns <laughs> it upside down and is like, I see a giraffe. Yes. 
Um, but so Caroline reti- Coraline retires to her bedroom for the night and goes to the dream world again. The other world. Yeah, after now leaving... after seeing YB one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does, she does run into YB in the fog, right? Yeah, he's and, it, and, it, and it briefly turns into the lighthouse because she's got the hat on and it's really foggy. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. YB says, why didn't you eat your... you, you spilled your beans? <laughs> Um, and I love I love her little hat so much. Her hat's really good. It's cute. yeah, it is. Um, but so she 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 she, she sees YB and is like, "Hey, what's up with that fucking doll?" And he's like, "I just kind of found that doll. I don't know what you're talking about. I did not make a thing." Yeah. <laughs> but so she goes to the night world again, the other world, and she goes out to the garden and sees this like massive. Matt, like this, Matt, like uh, her dad riding this. This well, she gets there, and that's when her mom says the line, "He's gonna, he, your father's hungry as a pumpkin." Yes. Um, and she goes out and finds her dad riding a tractor mantis. Yeah, I love it. I love me the too. Little it's great. Thing. Um, and the, they make a garden that it, the garden is looks like her. Yes. Um, but and then also, hey, YB is here, but he can't talk. It's yeah. normal though. It's it's regular, and I swear. And Coraline's like, "Well, this guy can't talk. The other guy won't shut the fuck up. I kind of like this one better." <laughs> but so, um, I think everything's largely idyllic, except in this one when she goes to bed, except for the whole YB not being able to talk, which is pretty creepy thing. Yeah, is this when they go to the the jumping mouse circus? Uh, maybe. Mr. B's little mouse circus. Yeah, I believe so yeah that that's that's correct um yeah uh so yeah they they go to the little like mice circus and mr b has like this fantastic little mice circus that is way better than his real life mice circus yes um but then she goes but then uh yeah she just like wow this is so cool and then she like goes back to sleep and wakes up in her shitty world and her mom's like okay we gotta go Take your dad to um, Thingy, and then take you to uh, take. Uh, I'm taking you to get to do some school shopping, and they go to a they they go to a uh, they go to a thrift shop to get some school uniform stuff. Mm-hmm. And the person who owns the thrift sh- the thrift shop also has gargantuan bongalonga goose. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's weird how much that's in this movie. Uh, yeah, like. <laughs> Does, it's a lot does, for a kids movie. Does does Henry Selleck just like does Henry Selleck just like them big and bouncy? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've actually never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. How fat are the titties in that? There's not any titties as far as I remember, really. There's no titties in that. Okay. He did Man. also do Monkey Bone, though, did he not? Oh, he <laughs> he did do Monkey Bone. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just went to his Wikipedia page and I was like, oh, I wonder wonder what else he's been on. And <laughs> Monkey Bone. That's the Brendan Fraser horny sock puppet monkey movie, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> God. I hope Brendan Fraser lands on his feet. The early 2000s <laughs> were not kind to him. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I've never seen Monkey Bone either, but I'm sure someone has huge honkabong boos in that one. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm sure of it. Yeah. But, um, so they get back and it turns out mom has locked the door from the, from the, um, 
uh, to the to the other world when they get back. But yes. she has to go take care of something, and she's like, "Listen, Coraline, when we when we when we win, when we get this done, we'll we'll celebrate. We'll make it up to you." And Car Coraline's like, "You always say that." And then Mom leaves, and Coraline's like, "Well, I'm going back into the other dimension where Cool Mom is." Um, and so she goes back there, and the cat's talking now. Yes. Voiced by uh, Keith David, Keith I believe. Keith David, yes. God, this the voice cast in this movie is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what is he? What is he? Just like is like high and mighty to her in their first in their first interaction. Like obviously, yeah. like the cat would be. Yeah, like, this, he, he's this is just like telling her it's it's not as great as she thinks it is and stuff. Yeah. And then he, like, fucks off to go find a rat. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go see this stage play done by Miss Spink and, uh, uh, Forcible. And then the two of them are... One of them is being uh, a mermaid and the other one is doing, uh... Is it Venus de Milo? No, it's not Venus de Milo. It's, um... Uh, the... Venus... It's... Is it Venus de Milo? It's not Venus de Milo. That's the one without the arms. It's the Venus something, though. The uh, one with the clamshell. Yeah, uh, birth of the birth of Venus. Yes, um, and she <laughs> she still has. She does not have much covering those titties. No, she like they're both singing about how sexy they are. The the Miss Splink is singing about how fat her ass is and how much it makes the sailors <laughs> horny. And and Miss Force Miss Fawcett, Forcible has huge stop motion bolingo bongas just like yes. barely covered up by tassels, and it's yeah. so fucking. They're huge. <laughs> I feel. I felt like I was looking at a fertility statue. <laughs> uh, and so all they do is just sing for like two minutes about how big their asses and Hong Kong Kalobos yes. are. And also that's that's the last that's the last time I've written down Bogongobos in my in my notes. <laughs> as fun as it is to just cram syllables together to mean breasts. <laughs> And they have all their little doggies in the audience. Yes, oh, that's right. Because dogs. because yes, the the uh, the bat dogs. Because the um, uh, the real Miss uh, Spink and Forcible uh, stuff. Uh, uh, yes, they the have word? the Not... angel dogs. Yeah, they have the um, um, I can't remember the word for like actually like stuffing things. Oh, ta taxidermy. Taxidermy. Yes, they have they have all their like old York. Uh, they're York. No, they're Scotties. Yeah, they're Scottish Scotties. terriers. They have all their old Scottish Terriers, like, uh, uh, taxidermied, and the, <laughs> when Coraline meets them earlier, she's actually, uh, fitting a, a yes. currently alive Scottish yeah. Terrier for his wings. With his little angel wings. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm just planning for the future, dearie. Angus doesn't look too well. <laughs> um... But so she gets back from the cool, the, the cool, the, oh yeah, they unzip their old person suits, and they're now young and sexy, and the... the <laughs> as as Miss Forcible got older, her bongo bogos got like way got way bigger. Yes. <laughs> like it, it's just it, it's extremely funny because like the, when she unzips her fertility statue ass body to reveal just like some fucking plain old hour like she looks the same as Mrs. Spink who does not have noticeably big breasts. No, yeah, they they look the same when they're younger except for yeah. different hair. Yeah, but, um, 
So they they go back home. Or she goes back home, and uh, they're like, "Okay, Coraline, time to put." Uh, well, mom and dad are like, "Okay, Coraline, time to put your eyes on. Put give, yes. take time for the button eyes." And she's like, "Um, I'm gonna go sleep on it. Uh, this is bad, and it sucks. I'm gonna go back to sleep and never come back." So she goes to sleep, and but she's still in hell, <laughs> the other dimension. She runs into the dad, who is like seeming kind of husk esque mm. and. Kind of orangey and pumpkin-y. <laughs> just a little bit. And he's sitting at the piano. He's just kind of plinking at a... He's just kind of plinking at one key. And I thought it'd be really funny if he did, like, the the piano from Runaway by Kanye. Do you know that one? <laughs> yes, I do. And, and then I thought it'd be really <laughs> funny if he started playing Megalovania. <laughs> oh, smile's eating. Hold on, I need to look for this. She's eating some leafy greens. She doesn't like fresh leafy greens. I swear to God, she only eats them after they've been like left stale for a day. She she likes them aged to perfection. <laughs> aged like a fine kale. Yes. I tried to feed her other vegetables. I gave I cut up some green pepper for her recently, and she like she took one bite of it and like walked away. Aww. All she fucking wants is kale. I mean, listen, she knows what she wants, and it's it's easier for me to keep it to keep one thing stocked. I guess. I don't blame her. Kale's pretty good. Yeah, she's got. Sorry, sorry for the lizard live vlog, but she does have a piece of lettuce stuck to her face. I am gonna take a picture of it. Hold on. Aww. Okay. Um, where were we? Okay, yeah. So there, she wakes up in hell, and Dad is playing Megalovania on the piano, and is like letting some shit slip about Mom that should not be getting slipped. Yes. Uh, and what happens next? Uh. Oh yeah, she gets. Uh, she other mother is like trying to win her over with some chocolate bugs that are still alive. And yeah, for a moment it looked like the other mother was being animated at a different frame rate than Coraline was. And I'm sure that's. I, I'm sure that can't be the case for the entire movie because I feel like I would have noticed it if it had been. Oh, I I didn't notice. I noticed but, like, the bugs were a little like. Yeah, but when when she's eating when she's eating them, it looks like her frame rate is really low too. But okay. uh, I, I it did like I feel like if I if that had been like a consistent thing, I would have I, I would have like actually noticed it. So yeah. probably nothing. Um, so she gets yeeted into a mirror and she meets some ghost babies. Yes. Who all have button fries and they're like the what are they what do they call her? The Beldam. The Belden. Beldam. 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 Okay, yes. Like Bedlam, but spelled wrong. Yes. Um. Uh, but they're like, yeah, you gotta fucking... Please help us. Uh, bye. And then, uh, other YB, uh, saves her from the mirror dimension. Um, and throws her into the, into the portal. Mm-hmm. And he's like, get out of here, I got this. But he doesn't say anything, because he still can't talk, even though she unstitches his mouth from the permanent smile. Oh, that's right, yeah. She, The other mother has it up in, like, a permanent smile thing, yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. But she but she uh, unstitches him, and is like, it's fine. So she, she gets back, but Mom and Dad are missing. Yeah. And she goes to see her neighbors about it, and this Miss... Spink and Miss Forcible are like, well, we can't go to the theater now. Your parents are missing. How will we ever get there now? And and Coraline's like, "Uh and they're like, oh yes, your parents. I'm sorry, dear. Um, and they they carve her a planchette out of like like a a Ouija board planchette out out of taffy. One hundred year old taffy. (laughs) 
that seemed like a weird thing. Like that seemed like a weird thing to me to like, <laughs> I, I feel like that was not in the script as, and they just had to be like, well, we have to get the lens of truth into her hands somehow. What can we do <laughs> earlier? Cause like that, that, that uh, uh, like I, I, I love this movie. I really did. This is like me just nitpicking at it. It fe- that that entire part just feels a little bit like pushed in to like add a justification for a thing. Yeah, like they just had to find a way to get the planchette into her hands for the <laughs> for the end. But so they ca- they use knitting needles to carve a plan a, a really good planchette out of a uh, uh, hundred year old taffy. And so she she's really sad about her mom and dad being gone, and she burns the fucking doll that because she finds a doll that was uh, she okay. So the ghost kids told her earlier that the doll that she, that Wybie gave her is actually a what the what the Belden the Beldum uses to spy on people, and she finds a double faced doll with her mom and dad uh, under their bed. Uh, so she lights that shit on fire, like, suits up, and dives back into the hell dimension. And is like, hey, I want to play a game. And the cat uh, tells her to challenge. <laughs> my, sorry, this note for me just really caught me off guard. <laughs> Other mother kind of looking like a thought, all spidery. <laughs> oh, no. Like, you can't, okay, she does have a big bong honk a donk that she, she because because it's turning into a spider thorax yes or a spider a spider ass <laughs> but it is still hidden under the under the guise of a mini skirt she also <laughs> she's also getting the um uh the like the, the the spider from james and the giant peach the hairstyle of that spider yes she's getting that um going for her as she like slowly becomes more and more spider-like but she's like, okay, listen, you will find three three eyes. She's like, okay, I'm going to find my parents and the eyes of the children. And that you're going to let me go. Otherwise, I have to stay here. And there, she's like, deal. I have hidden the three eyes and three, three, what, what is it? Three wonders I have given three, you. Yes. And these wonders turn out to be uh, the garden, um, wherein Coraline has to use her her oh my god sorry jumping back like an hour in this movie <laughs> but there was a scene that actually made me wince because Car- Coraline's carrying these uh, pruning shears with her everywhere yeah. um and when she first meets uh, Mr. B he like jumps off the the balcony oh, of his second story yes. and like does a split over her mm-hmm. and like she is holding her <laughs> shears right up to his dongus <laughs> yes but um, a well tries to eat her, and she snips at it with the with the pruning shears, and she manages to uh, take down the mantis tractor that has Pumpkin Dad uh, atop it, who is very reluctant about the whole thing that he's doing right now. Yeah, he's he's the one who hands her the eye. Yeah, he's like take it, and, and he falls into tractor. the yeah he falls into hell, and the world kind of like dissolves into like the that the void from that one episode of SpongeBob where Squidward goes too far into the future. Um, then she goes to the, uh, the circus, I think, uh, the, well, not the circus, the, the, the the burlesque show where she uses the planchette to find the next eye, which is being held between two hands, which are inside like a chrysalis. She reaches in and then the, the other Miss Spink and Miss Forcible are, like, twined together like two extremely long pieces of tat. Like, they look like what happens when you put, when you twist airheads together. <laughs> yes. Which is, okay, question. Do you eat airheads with any regularity? 
Uh, I haven't in a long time. Okay. When you did eat them as a kid, did you put them together and twist them like that, like they did in the commercials? I can't say I did, no. Damn. Otherwise, that shit is like... The, the, the thing is that, like, the problem with the problem with Airheads for me, among many things, is that they are really hard to get through the way that they are at their base. Like, you kind of have to go at it like jerky, which is really bad for your front teeth, and, like, tearing yeah. at it feels bad for your back. So I, I find that twisting it kind of weakens the structural integrity uh, and gives you a thing to actually, like, chomp down on. <laughs> no, I just remember chomping on them, I guess. I, I, I just always had the mystery flavor anyway. Yeah. Um, but so she gets the she gets the eye from them, and then she has to go see uh, Mr. B and his bunch of dead ma- bunch of dead mice uh, in his suit. Yes. Uh, and I could swear that one. I, I'm sure it's a Russian word, but I was almost certain that Mr. B just said bazinga before he started talking <laughs> English. Um, so she actually fucks this one up, but then Keith David Cat comes in and, like, calls back to a thing from earlier that we skipped over, where he was like, I hate rats, and, because he killed a mouse yes. that was, he killed a, a circus yeah, mouse. Yeah, I don't like rats at the best of times. Yes, and then he kills that rat that had the eye, that had the eyes, and so she's like, shit, hell yeah, I've got all three eyes, time to go face mom. And... She, like, she she still doesn't know where her parents are, but she figures it out pretty quickly. They're in a, a snow globe from the Detroit Museum, or from the Detroit Zoo. Yeah. Um, and she tricks uh, the be- the Beldum into, like, walking away from the snow globe and letting her get at it. And then this, like, the sound design in this movie is impeccable, but I think it really takes, I think it really just goes to another level here. Because she, like, goes full spider in response to this, uh... And, like, they just kind of, like, fall into, like, this web made out of, like... The, from the way that it sounds, you would think it was made from, like, extremely thin piece of, pieces of sheet metal. Yeah, um, it definitely makes that kind of noise. The oh, the sound in this scene... Because because uh, the Beldum is, like, crawling down it to get to Coraline at the at the base of the web. Because she and throws just... the cat at her and, and he <laughs> takes her button eyes off. Yes, and he, bl- and he blinds her. Yes. And she's like, uh, oh shit. And she manages to just barely get out, uh, using the help of the ghost children to shut, to cut off the Beldum's hand and trapping it in the corridor. Yes. She goes back home, locks the door, and her parents come home, very obviously having just been covered in snow, but they don't even notice whatsoever. They're just like, hey, we sold the book. We, we did a good job, honey. We're gonna have a big... We're gonna have a big we're gonna have a big celebration tonight, sweetie pie. Ah, we don't even notice that we're wet. What the fuck are you talking about? Go to bed. So she goes to bed and she got she gets the nice gloves that she got earlier. Um, well, she her parents gave her gloves because she was like looking at these nice gloves at the thrift yeah. shop with the lady with the big bunga bunga bungos. <laughs> um, and so she she falls asleep and she has a vision of the three kids that she saved. Uh, and they're like, thank you very much. And they've got like, they've got angel wings and halos on because they're going to heaven now. Yep. And and she's like, you're in grave danger though, kid. It's over for us, but you gotta fucking run. <laughs> um, and then, uh, uh, the hand that was trapped in the corridor comes through the doorway. And there's this big scene because Coraline's like, okay, I gotta throw away this key where no one will ever see it. Oh, that's right. The well from the beginning of the movie. So she heads over there. And the hand attacks her and tries to kill her, but then YB comes in with the clutch with his air horn bike, yep. motherfucker, and it's about to, like, jump at her and kill her, and YB just fucking drops a rock on it. Yes. It's really good. 
They they drop it down the hole. Uh, they're like, okay, buddy, let's go home. And they win. They have a then there's like a nice like one minute scene at the end of Coraline going around giving drinks to everyone and being like, hey, everything went pretty well. Uh, then Whitey comes over with his grandmother, who's been talked about but not seen for most of the movie. And Coraline's like, oh, I have so much to tell you. And that's the end. Yeah. Really good movie. I'm kind of mad that I waited so long to watch it. I love it. It's really fucking good. Um, on a scale of zero to five surprise John Linnells, how many surprise John <laughs> Linnells are you giving this movie? Um, I'm going to give it five John Linnells. Yeah, I'm also going to give it five John Linnells. This movie was great. I fucking loved it. I love it. I loved the book, too, so. Oh, I should read the book. It's a good one. So... Now we're going to move into recommendations. Uh, Ion, do you have a recommendation lined up for this week, or do you need me to go first? Um, c- can I recommend a, the new Sentai? Um, sure, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Machine Sentai Kira Major. It, it just started. It's about... They're like gem people in this Sentai, so... They're all based on gemstones. Ah, Steven's Universe. Yes. <laughs> it, Hell yeah. It just started, but it I'm, I'm liking it so far. Nice. Uh, my recommendation this week is going to be another anime. It's not one that, well, I think it is actually airing this season, but it started last season. It's sure that I completely slept on because, I mean, with a name like Welcome to Demon School Iruma-kun and the thumbnails that Crunchyroll was serving me, no jury in the world would convict me for sleeping on this show. Because it just, it looked, it looked like I had diagnosed it properly in all ways except one. Because I looked at it and I like, I had memories of like Rosario plus Vampire and those kind of like fan service like demon like vampires and werewolves and shit around like some random boy show. And it is that. But with none of the horniness, and the protagonist is just a wholesome boy who loves his who loves being friends with people because he had a, he just so the setup is this this poor kid, this fourteen year old kid Iruma is treated like shit by his parents and the final act of shit they put him through is literally selling his soul to a demon. Thankfully, the demon is the the one is the very friendly voiced by uh, Kazuma Kiryu. Uh, 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 his name is Sullivan, and he just wants to spoil his grandson and send him to school, and he Uh makes friends, and it's, it's, it's really sweet, it's really funny, it's, it's a nice, like, salve in a, a really stressful time like this, like, don't get me wrong, I'm still watching, like, some of my, some of my, don't get me wrong, I'm still watching my other shows, but, like, this one is just really nice and cozy, and, I don't Uh, know, it feels good. it sounds nice. Yeah, I'm really liking it. Um... There is a character in it whose name is uh, Clara. She is like a, a like a five foot something demon girl who is just a fucking gremlin twenty four seven. Which I, I really I really just appreciate it. Like the I, I don't I feel like I don't very often get to see like the 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 absolute fucking gremlin being played by a girl character, especially the like the prominent girl character. Yeah. Um, in one of, in the sixth epi- in in like the fifth episode, the uh, the student council president is like, hmm, I think this person's a human, but I don't know for sure. I have to check the ancient forbidden human texts. And she like pulls, she like goes to like this this these these annals that she keeps secret in her president in her class president storeroom, and it's just a bunch of like like romance manga. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's really good. Um, but yeah, welcome to Demon School Iruma-kun. It's fucking lovely. Um, 
uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Ion, thank you so much for coming on. It was a blast. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah, glad you had fun. We'll have to have you back sometime soon. Yeah. Um, so if you want to support the podcast, you can head to, well, we're, we are uh, at Fearbaiting Everywhere. That's Twitter. That's Gmail. That's Tumblr. Um, and if you want to support the podcast monetarily, patreon.com slash fearbaiting is where you would go to do that. Uh, $1 a month gets you, hold on. $1 a month gets you uh, early access to the episodes when we get them out early. Uh, five, uh, five bucks a month gets you uh, your name right on the podcast and a short message. And uh, 10 bucks a month gets you all that. And also you get to make us watch a movie on this podcast. So thank you very much to Michael Kaiser, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, Paul Bechtel, and Ducky Aisha. We love you all so, 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 so much. Um, if you want, uh, I am, where can, people, where can people find you online? Uh, yeah, you can find me at Violet Magician on Tumblr and Instagram and Violet Magician underscore on Twitter. Awesome. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm at SunHatGenia on Twitter and SunHatGenia on Twitch. Uh, I've not been on Twitter too much, but I'm, like I said, I'm going to try and like maybe migrate back there just a little bit because I miss my friends. Um, and, oh yeah, other pod, you can listen to, Okay. So thank you to Seda for uh, the music that you hear at the start and end of each episode. You can find their music under People You Meet Outside of Bars. Uh, you can just head to gaygothvibes.online to check that out. Uh, thank you very much to... And they're also on Twitter at Nudity. Thank you very much to Blair for editing this podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Blair Kitsch. And if you want, uh, thank you very much to Matt GameCube for uh, hosting this and a bevy of other podcasts on the on the noise. I almost had the Maximum Fun Network on on NoiseSpace.xyz. Uh, you can listen to this the sister podcast that I do with Blair and Seda called The Wonder Years. We're wrapping up Animorphs, uh, and you can also check out Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, the to some podcast that I'm on sometimes. And I think that's everything. Thing. Um, Ion, thank you again so much for coming on. It was yeah. a real treat. Thanks for having me. But until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Ion. And remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. <laughs>